0: by the message of an angel may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord Amen
1: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas Heard also on GRNOnline.com and on your smartphone Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is The Good News Show.
2: And good afternoon. Welcome to The Good News Show. July 17th, Monday, and uh, we're glad you are with us. An hour to talk about some uh, really fun things, uh, things going on here in North Texas. It's always busy, and uh, <laughs> you would think that during the summer it would slow down a little bit, but it really doesn't. at um, second half of the show, I'm really excited to introduce you to... Have you heard of these guys? They're called the Rome Boys. The Rome Boys are from west of here, and there are three guys. They've got about 5,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel, and it's just an interesting, uh, eclectic uh, few guys. One's a farmer, one's a theologian, one's an entrepreneur. Uh, they're really funny. They're very solid Catholics, and they've got this YouTube channel that uh, we'll talk about and just have a great conversation. I'm going to have all three of them on at the same time here, starting at about 35 after. Before that, We are going to talk about Colby Prison Ministries annual conference, which is this Saturday, uh, the 22nd of July, from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. So if you ever have thought of volunteering as a you know, at, at a prison, or if that's the type of ministry that appeals to you, well, we are going to have Deacon Larry Harmon uh, from the Dallas Diocese. He's the Diocese of Dallas core team director. Now, uh, I think he's coming. He's supposed to be in. Is he here? Okay, he's here. <laughs> All right, so uh, Deacon Larry will join us here in just a moment uh, in studio, and I'm very, very excited uh, to introduce you for the first uh, quarter of the show to... Uh, a wonderful priest, and he happens to be traveling to North Texas this week. He's going to be flying in on Wednesday. And Thursday, there's this event. It's called the Summer Speaker Series event, and it's benefiting this very station, KTH 910 AM. We've been talking about this a lot for the last two or three months, and now it's, it's here. It's Thursday, 6.30 PM, Frontiers of Flight Museum. And it's going to be a great event. We came went on live this morning. We had a a bogo buy one get one uh, you know benefit cuz some donors had donated some tickets and we had just the phone lines were just lighting up. And uh, so buy your tickets dot uh, summerspeakerseries.com. It's going to be a great event and our speaker is going to be none other than Father Bill Casey with the Fathers of Mercy and he joins us via phone, Father Bill Casey. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you? Oh, we're doing well. Kind of busy, you know. This is the big week, and uh, we're yeah. excited and uh, expecting a big crowd. And uh, so it's, uh, it's here. So <laughs> we're really excited that you're coming in. Uh, so thanks for agreeing to it. Uh, we, we enjoyed so much the retreat that you put on for the GRN Gosh, what was that? A couple of months ago? Um, but mm-hmm. anyways, Father, if you could, um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. I think there's varying degrees of knowledge about Father Bill Casey among the people that are listening right now. But for those who don't know you very well, can you tell us about yourself and your call to the priesthood?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I can tell you, Dave, in all honesty, that uh, the last thing in the world I ever expected to be is a priest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you know um, when I was uh, growing up in my high school and college years, uh, everything that I did was tending to mm, gear toward a career in the military, right? Uh, I was an army officer before I became a, a priest. But uh, something happened to me in my college years uh, that uh, that uh, made a dramatic uh, uh, turn for me and brought about a dramatic conversion in my life. And it was that uh, out of curiosity, for the most part, I started reading the Bible. <laughs> I started studying the sacred scriptures, yeah. and the more that I read it, the more that I wanted to read it, and I got hooked on it. And uh, you know, through the Holy scriptures, uh, God began to to reveal to me not only his plan for the salvation of his people but his plan for my life and uh, uh, for the first time in my life back then i I felt like my life had some definite direction, some real purpose and uh uh you know if you open yourself to the inspired Word of God in the Scriptures, the Holy Spirit will move you because the truth is compelling, right? Yes. And so, uh, you know, I served my uh, minimal requirements uh, in uh, on active duty in, in the Army and I began to think about a vocation to the priesthood. Uh, and here I am, and of course I'm a Father of Mercy, as you mentioned, and uh, the Apostolate, so uh, the Fathers of Mercy is to preach parish missions and retreats and traditional Catholic devotions all over the country and wherever we're invited to go. Uh, so the uh, the apostle, the charism of the Fathers of Mercy, in a word, is evangelization, mm-hmm. right? And that's right up your alley.
2: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I got to <laughs> ask you, Father Bill. I I, I spend a, a good time reading the uh, the Bible as well as all Catholics should. And I just finished reading all the, the the prophets, and it seems to be this pattern among the prophets where they begin by telling very very straightforward the situation, and often it's not good, you know that you know the, the people have fallen away from God, and then as you keep reading Isaiah, Jeremiah, you know any of the prophets, and then they they always end with a, a message of hope, you know it's 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 not going to always just be bad at, you know throughout the whole thing. I've noticed that pattern in your preaching as well um we we were highlighting this morning a a brief homily you gave called superficial uh preaching and you know you you start off by just saying hey this is the way things are going on it's not good there's a lot of problems but then you never leave it there is that a a a conscientious way that you preach or does that just kind of how it turns out
0: yeah, I find that uh, in, in my preaching, um, with the people that I meet, uh, they're always looking for some reasons for hope. And, uh, you know, I um, I have that book out, the new book from EWTN Press. It's called You Shall Stand Firm, right? Preserving the Faith in an Age of Apostasy. And I wrote that book because wherever I go around the country, I'm meeting those those good Catholics, those rank-and-file Catholics who are so often confused and they are frustrated and sometimes they're angry about the things that are going on um, in the church and in our country and the things going on in their own families. And they're looking for answers and a lot of the time they feel like they're not getting them. So I wrote the book uh, not just to give uh, our people a clear uh, estimation of where we are, uh, spiritually and morally as people, as a nation, but also to, uh, let them understand what I think is our way forward in, in all this. And, uh, it, again, it really highlights the vitally important work of Catholic media. You know, yes. Catholic evangelization and uh, outlets like Guadalupe Radio Network. But uh, in all these years, I've been traveling around the country, uh, more than 30 years now, talking about the spiritual battle of our time, and uh, there's no question in my mind uh, the spiritual battle of our time is very quickly becoming the spiritual massacre of our time. Mm and uh, okay time is not on our side and all this. things are not getting better obviously they are getting worse and there's no time to lose you spoke about the prophets well one quotation that comes to my mind is uh, god's word to the prophet hosea he said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge yeah right again the vitally important work of evangelization but again i always want to leave people with some uh, reason for hope right Uh, You know, I always say this, by all external appearances, it may seem like the battle is already lost, and the people of God are hopelessly outnumbered, and all the cards are stacked against us, but, uh, you know, I remind people that the final outcome is never in doubt for men and women of faith. Yes. Like I say, I read the end of the book, and we win, (laughs) right? So Christ is the ultimate victor in this, and his message is always the same, be not afraid, pray always, and never lose heart. Um, I, I always remind people uh, that any serious student of church history will be sure to tell you the normative state of the church is turmoil., yes. conflict, struggle, right? Yes. Uh, the church, the Bride of Christ, will always follow her divine spouse along the way of the cross. And this is how God gives his faithful people the opportunity to practice heroic virtue the virtues of the saints so you know history has proven time again and time again of course history repeats itself right god always raises up the greatest saints in times of crisis in his church and i believe the present age will be no different
2: Amen. Father Bill Casey joining us on the phone for a few more minutes. He is uh, flying into town Wednesday. The Summer Speaker Series event is this Thursday, July 20th, 6.30 p.m. Frontiers of Flight Museum in Dallas. The tickets are $75 each, and that includes delicious food and wine. And not only Father's talk called Pray, Hope, and Do Not Worry, but also a bonus reflection on Eucharistic revival that Father is going to do uh, at the end of the evening. So, uh, you're in for a, a lot of treats. And Father, I'm just curious, you, you, you preach so much and you've, you, you you are on the road most of the year. When you come into a, an event like this, is it planned out or do you just kind of get up there and let the Holy Spirit guide you? What, what's, uh, what's, what's your preaching methodology?
0: Oh, you know. Uh... I wish that I had uh, the ability, the gift, to be able to preach extemporaneously. I know a lot of good yeah. priests, a lot of good preachers who have that gift, but I never had it. Be honest with you, um, you know, I always have to make a very careful preparation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when it comes to making, uh, you know, a, a presentation like a retreat conference or a mission talk. Yeah, um, You know, um, uh, there's an old saying we have in regard to homiletics as priests, if you don't prepare, uh, not only uh, in regard to the preparation of your material, but also spiritually and prayerfully, you deserve what you get.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is right? so true. So,
0: uh, you know, I try to come always well-prepared with, with with my spiritual guns loaded,
2: <laughs> well we, you you are you are following uh, a whole lot of just outstanding uh, uh speakers that we've had at this event. This is the 15th annual and uh, uh, Father Michael Gailey and Father Donald Calloway and Father Larry Richards and uh, uh, a whole even some lay people like Raymond Arroyo. So this is just a, a really exciting event and we're so happy that Father Bill Casey is going to be the speaker uh, this Thursday. You know we've been talking about this for many months now and here it is right around the corner. So I just invite everybody to get on the website. We're going to have to I think turn in our official catering numbers Tomorrow, and I'm looking at Cecil for confirmation. I think t- Tuesday's the day. Uh, so get your tickets right away. Seventy-five dollars. It includes the food, the wine. Uh, two real two talks from Father Bill Casey. Also the transmitter of the Faith Award. Summer Speakers Series dot com. Summer Speaker Series uh dot com is the 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 website to go to and uh father Bill anything else uh that you'd like to say as as far as a word of encouragement to those listening right now to get online if they haven't already bought their tickets and come join us thursday night
0: um just to say Dave that I am looking forward to being there with all of you uh greatly um uh, you know um I, I look forward hopefully to being well received there in the Dallas area um even though I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan.
2: <laughs> well, we we won't promote that part, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you might not want to mention that too often. Yeah, though, but, uh, yeah, well. <laughs> anyhow, I'm looking forward to uh, a great event, and I hope that we have uh, a great turnout, and uh, you uh, keep me in your prayers. So uh, I can say to all of you what the Holy Spirit once said, hmm?
2: Yes. Well, Father, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you in three short days. And, uh, I hope your, your trip to Dallas is a, is a great one. And, uh, thank you again for, uh, you know, agreeing to be our speaker this year for the Summer Speaker Series event. Thank you, Father. My pleasure, Dave. See you soon. All right, thank you so much. Uh Father Bill Casey there, Fathers of Mercy, and uh again, Summerspeakerseries.com. And you know, this morning, as I mentioned, during the eight o'clock hour, we had a donor who um gave us uh, uh seven tickets and we had a few extras as well. And we went on and we said, buy one, get one free. And uh, the phone lines just lit off the the hook. I mean, we were getting a lot of calls, and so a lot of people took us up on that. We have sponsors, and so, so I didn't tell you we we're going to do this, but I think this is the last time that I'm able to give away any tickets because we have sponsors who give us money a thousand, twenty five hundred dollars, or whatever, to to kind of seed money to pay to help pay for the event, and then they say, "Well, I can't go, so use my tickets that I would get from that, and you know, bless somebody." So if you're listening right now. I think these are the last ones I have, okay? So I've got two tickets, and it isn't buy one, get one free. It's just thank you for listening to the good news show. Thank you for supporting the the station otherwise. And if you want to call in right now and get two tickets, I think it's the last ones we're going to have. And then after that, you're just going to have to buy the tickets, okay? (laughs) Like everybody else is doing. Uh, 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. First caller calling in right now gets two tickets. Well, make sure you can come, okay? And uh, you're going to be joining hundreds of people. Uh, this um, Thursday evening, uh, 6.30 p.m. at the Frontiers of Flight Museum in Dallas. All right, how nice it was to talk to Father Bill Casey there. Very happy to have in studio with me now Deacon Larry Harmon, who is uh, with the Dallas Diocese Core Team Director of Colby Prison Ministries. And they are having their annual conference this Saturday at St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church, In Frisco, uh, from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., the website for Colby Prison Ministries is just colbyprisonministries.org. Their mission is to share the agape love of Jesus Christ with those in prison and to teach the fullness of the truth of the Catholic Church to the incarcerated. And, uh, Deacon Larry, thank you for uh, being here. Nice to see you. It
3: is a pleasure to be here and to find you.
2: And uh, did you have any trouble finding us?
3: Lack of screen signs. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, I, I think his, his volume seems like it's a little bit low. Can it be brought up a little bit there? Um, all right, so t- how how long you been a deacon, and how did you get involved with Colby Prison Ministries? I
3: was ordained in 2002 for the Diocese of Dallas, and like a lot of things in ministry, you hear the words, come and see, mm-hmm. and it piques your curiosity, so you go and see. And I heard that with Kobe Prison Ministries, with the first retreat that I went on somewhere around 2013, a friend said, why don't you come down and see what we're doing? And the experience was quite amazing. It really was. I had no idea what to expect, but the openness and the transformation that I saw beginning in many of the men who were on that retreat was purely the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And once you begin to see things like that, you want to see a little bit more. Yes. So uh, I have been involved in prison ministry pretty much since then.
2: And Colby Prison Ministries presents 3-day retreats within the prison so yes. you go to them followed by ongoing catholic formation and each prison is served by local catholic volunteers who bring into the prison training materials literature and videos with the purpose of educating inmates about the catholic faith do you find that there's a lot of interest in this within the prisons i know obviously they've got they've got time because they're in prison Um, it seems like when people are at the lowest point of their life, they often turn to God. So is there a great hunger within prisons for this kind of these retreats?
3: There is a great hunger in prisons for more knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. A lot of men that get arrested after a period of time begin to realize that when they were arrested and convicted, they were also rescued from the life that they were living. They don't know why or how or anything like that, but they want to know more. And within the prison units in the state of Texas there are uh religious based pods or dormitories where they spend a lot of time studying the Bible, studying scripture. But even in the general population there is a great hunger, a really great hunger. And we do uh In the unit here in Dallas, we do all of our Masses on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Catholic Masses are held in almost all of the units in the state of Texas, if not all. And they vary, you know, which day they have available time to do Catholic services. But they get an interest, a beginning of an understanding of the Catholic faith many times on a prison ministry retreat, especially with the Colby retreats. They're open to any denomination. We've had uh, Muslims, uh, people of the Jewish faith, Satanists, everyone Mm. is open to come in. And when they begin to understand that all the things that are happening in and around them are not just random, but they are part of a plan somehow that's greater than they are, it really stirs stirs a hunger in their hearts.
2: Do you find that the the ones who are going to eventually get out, do they get out and then continue this and get involved in their parishes or RCIA? uh, Or is it mostly just something that they utilize while they're in prison?
3: Many of them do continue to follow with their faith. Many of them use it as a sometimes as a tool to actually impress or try to impress a parole board Mm -hmm. which you know parole boards have a tendency to be able to see through that i'm sure but even if it is a temporary change the seeds are planted and those seeds continue to grow and a lot of what we do when we go inside to minister to the to prisoners is planting seeds. We don't know how they're going to grow. We don't know what they're going to be, their end product is going to be. But they have something within them that they didn't have before.
2: Yes. Uh, we're talking about... Colby Prison Ministries annual conference going on this Saturday, St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church in uh, 8000 El Dorado Parkway in Frisco. And uh, are you doing this? Is this your um, primary role as a deacon or are you assigned at a parish in addition or is this full time for you?
3: I have a um, I'm assigned at Holy Family of Nazareth here in Irving. Oh, OK. So I'm close to where I uh, worship and well, you know, sort of.
2: one of, one, one of yours, uh, well, two of yours are going to be receiving the, uh, Transmitter of the Faith Award. I don't know if you know Steve and Cindy Porter. Yes. Uh, yeah, they're getting the Transmitter of the Faith Award on, uh, uh, so, yeah, done. I love the parish and Father, and, um, Father Dan Casa is coming as well. So. Great. Uh, uh, my guest is Deacon Larry Harmon, the Diocese of Dallas core team director for the Colby Prison Ministries annual conference. I want to talk about the conference, but a little bit more generally about Colby Ministries. Uh, if I may the the retreat itself um, what you know three days um, what 's the kind of the format do you have speakers coming in? Is it sacraments what what exactly and how would it be different from maybe like an axe retreat or something outside the prison walls
3: actually it 's very similar to an axe retreat in many ways in fact, the first prison retreats were called prison axe retreats and uh, Because of the differences in the things that you can do outside and the things that you cannot do inside, Mm. uh, there was a kind of a mutual agreement to change the name to uh, Colby Prison Ministries. So it is a three-day retreat format, very much in line with the uh, older Curcio retreats. We have uh, men who will be giving testimonies on our retreat. We also have pre uh men who are prisoners giving their testimony on the retreat. Mm. And there's a real simple fact that someone who is inside prison at that moment can speak to someone else who is also in that same situation in a language that I cannot speak. Yeah. I mean it, it just touches their heart in a very different way.
2: So and the the Colby, of course, named after Maximilian Colby, who yes. was uh, arrested at uh, I think Auschwitz, right, and mm-hmm. eventually put to death, uh, gave, gave, sacrificed his life for another prisoner. Uh, so I can I get that, that um, allusion to or the the, the namesake for Colby. Um, the the women's re, uh, retreats have a different name. You told me on the phone. what what what, what is it available for women?
3: There is a women's retreat that's. Uh almost parallel retreat to the colby retreats that's the uh, saint mary magdalene retreats in the diocese of dallas we do not have any women's prison units but they are very active in all of the other women's units in the state of texas many of them around gatesville some around austin uh, and some I believe in East Texas
2: mm-hmm. now what's the prison in Dallas proper i I know you've got the the Michael unit down like by um, Tennessee Colony, which well, that would that be I think in the Tyler diocese right yes and and then well what's well, you've got like Lou stirrett in downtown but well, what 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 is the prison here?
3: We have actually three prison units here in the Diocese of Dallas we've got the Hutchins unit which is just south of I 20 and 45 and two units in Bonham. Mm. So, uh, right now we're active in the Hutchins unit. We're planning on a retreat in the Bonham uh, Buster Cole unit in Bonham. In September, late September, early October, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And let's turn our attention to what's going on this Saturday at St. Francis in Frisco, a Colby Prison Ministries annual conference, um, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And what is this about and who's invited and uh, who can maybe so still sign up if they're interested?
3: Actually, it's open to anyone who has an interest in prison ministry, and there's still time to register. Okay, uh, it is uh, a series of speakers. Bishop Joseph Strickland is going to be there speaking. Uh, Father Jude Siciliano, great preacher, Dominican, yeah, Dominican, yeah. yes. Well, also part of a, uh, here in the Diocese of Dallas. Um, We're going to have a panel team with some of the founding members of Colby Prison Ministry. We'll also have a representative from the Texas Department of Criminal Justice, Gene Gorman. No, I'm sorry, not Gene Gorman.
2: That's all right. Uh, If you think of it, yeah, go ahead and tell me. I'll think of it in a minute. Yeah, Okay. So, it, so lots it, of good guys. Those are, those are great speakers. Right. Uh, boy, Bishop Strickland coming in, that, that's amazing.
3: And we will also have a closing Mass there at the parish in St. Francis.
2: Okay, so mm-hmm. it's going to um, so if people want to sign up, uh, what do they do and is there a cost? And tell us some of the specifics about uh, registering.
3: There is no cost to register. We welcome anybody. Uh, it, is, it is nice it's good to to register online at colbyprisonministries.org dot org, primarily. So we're going to have a great lunch, thanks to some very generous donors, and uh, we'd like to know how to how many people we need to feed. Mm-hmm. And I am going to tell you, it's it's going to be good. So yeah. <laughs> not 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 make yeah, any plugs yeah, draw, or draw
2: them like in with that. the food. I, I, yeah. I, Food's I know. We, good, we, yeah, right? we know that strategy as well. So if somebody you know has a heart for prison ministry and they're listening right now, what would you know what's the training? What's what? What are the needs? Um, what, what kind of uh, you know, on a volunteer basis? What what what's what could they do? Essentially, everyone who believes
3: in Christ, everyone who believes in God or Father or the Holy Spirit, has everything that they need to enter into prison ministry. The basic thing is to listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: to listen to what God's calling them to do. And if they might hear just a little whisper to come and see what it's like, I'd say come and see. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that is most important is just a ministry of presence. When you realize you're you're not bringing God into them because he's there already. Mm-hmm. The Spirit's there, the the, the, the the Spirit of Christ is there, in the prison is active, very active. But to be a presence in the flesh of Christ to them, to just sometimes listen to what they have to say, to see them, to recognize them as the human beings, the children of God that they are, rather than the monsters that the court may have made them, mm-hmm. or the things that they did. The idea is to not judge them for the worst day of their life.
2: Yeah, yeah. Deacon Larry Harmon is with us. We've just got about five more minutes uh, with Deacon Harmon from the Diocese of Dallas core team. He is the director of the core team with the Colby Prison Ministries Annual Conference. It's going to be at St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church in Frisco this Saturday, the 22nd. Uh, I'm actually... Driving down to Galveston that day to go on a family vacation, so I will not be there. But we're going to have a table uh, there with Guadalupe Radio Network uh, materials, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. What about, uh, Deacon Harmon, what about families who might have a loved one in prison, maybe somebody who has served in prison themselves? Uh, is this the kind of conference that they might want to attend just to learn more about what's going on in the prisons? Yes, Absolutely. Uh, it
3: is an ability, uh, it gives them an opportunity to get some idea of what might be available to their loved ones who are incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And we're doing prison retreats in almost every unit in the state of Texas. It's also expanding. Uh, it's now being done in Oklahoma. There is one that's going to be uh, done in Florida in August, we have inquiries for prisons in Oklahoma and Kansas, so it's expanding. Mm-hmm. But the information is what they need to get to their loved ones that check and see if you can go to this if you can it'd be great.
2: Mhm. And uh what will bishop Strickland be talking about specifically? Do you know the the title of his talk? I know he's a he's a big draw. He was our speaker last year at our summer speaker series event.
3: To the best of my knowledge, he is going to be talking about living the words of Matthew 25. Okay. So, uh I am anxious to hear what he is going to say.
2: Yeah, that's the whole, uh, you know, when did I see you hungry and feed you? When did I see you thirsty and give you a drink? And then, of course, Jesus separating the, the goats and the sheep, the right and the left. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty, um, you know, uh, eye-opening and, uh, passage certainly in scripture. It,
3: it, it really is. And when Jesus spoke those words, He didn't indicate that you do this, do this once and you're done.
2: So, yeah. yeah. And I think you know, you bring up a great point cuz I have had some experience visiting um people that I know in in prison and I think there's a lot of misconceptions about Uh, exactly what's going on in there, uh, and also, uh, like you say, a a rush to just absolute judgment, and these people are all just lousy losers. There's a lot, I know this firsthand, there's a lot of good things going on in prisons, and there are a lot of people who are legitimately turning their lives around. And what are some of the needs? Um, I'm sure there's loneliness, there's despair, there's despondency. What can the average uh, listener do, maybe even other than directly being involved Involved in Colby to just perhaps pray for these men and women? What, what, else, what are their other needs?
3: Prayer is one of the most powerful tools, I believe, in the life of prisoners, even if they don't even know you're praying for them. Uh, every prison has got a chaplain, and most of them have a chapel to worship in. Uh, the state of Texas does not build any chapels. All of the chapels that are built on prison, in prison units are m- built by donations from outside. All of the Bibles that are distributed in prison are donated to the prisons. Mm. We always need donations of Bibles, donations of good, solid Christian reading material yeah. and material that, that's current – Uh, There is a tendency sometimes to save things like the Magnificat, and they can sometimes provide good reading material, but it's even better. When it comes in and it's the readings for the day, the daily masses, the daily meditations, the prisoners thrive on those. Mm. So uh, we try to provide current information for the inmates as much as we can.
2: Yeah. Well, Deacon Larry, uh, thank you very much for coming. And I want to invite everybody who's listening right now that has an interest in prison ministry, an interest in, uh, you know, just learning more about what's going on uh, inside the prisons. And you can go, it's only, you know, it's this Saturday. It's like five days away, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. at St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church in Frisco, uh, July twenty second. It's the Colby Prison Ministries annual conference. There is no charge, and Deacon Larry promises you you will love the lunch. Okay, or else you get your money back. <laughs> All right, uh, and the, the website to register is at the ColbyPrisonMinistries dot org. Is that yes, right? Yes, that is it. Okay, ColbyPrisonMinistries dot Okay, thank you very much, uh, Deacon Larry, for for being on uh, with us. And I hope it's uh, it's a grand success. Uh, I appreciate you coming into in the studio, especially.
3: And thank you. Appreciate the opportunity to do do this. I'm
2: going to snap a picture of you so I can put it up on uh, Facebook. Okay, so let me just get this real quickly. Here we go. One, two, uh, three. All right, perfect. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And um, we are... Not taking any breaks during the program today because we have such a, a full house of guests, and uh, from prison ministry to the Rome Boys, we go. <laughs> and uh, if you're not familiar with the Rome Boys, uh, I'm just going to read a little paragraph about them from uh, their uh, YouTube channel. They've got about 5,000 subscribers on YouTube, and uh, they are a Catholic show with Tony the Teacher. He's a Cradle Catholic. Chris the Entrepreneur. He's a convert. And Joe, the farmer, who's a revert as the host, they take topics and discuss it from different perspectives. Tony has a B.A. and an M.A. in theology and taught theology for 11 years. Chris has had success in a variety of jobs throughout his career. Uh, he also teaches RCIA and has been a DRE youth minister. Joe has been a farmer most of his life. He teaches CCD RCIA and he is the tech guy and a natural comedian. And uh, Tony is married with seven children. Chris is married with six children. Joe is married with five children. And uh, so that's just a interesting, eclectic uh, group of three guys. You can find them online at RomeBoys.org. They're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram uh Me-wee? is that how you pronounce that parlor and yep. gab okay so we're gonna join them but i want well, before we, we bring them on because i I'm, I'm gonna be interviewing three guys all at the same time but they know about interviewing so they're gonna have mercy on me but i do want to thank dana nigard who's a dear friend she's a local catholic counselor and she's the one that came into studio and she said you've got to talk to the the rome boys i was just on their program they interviewed <laughs> me and so uh, i know dana's listening right now so thank you to her so all right tony joe and chris the rome boys Be bold, be real, be Catholic is their slogan. Uh, Gentlemen, thanks so much for uh, taking time to be on the program today.
4: Thank you, Dave. Look forward to speaking with you.
2: Yeah, I know uh so I I guess that was probably Tony that uh, I just heard. So Tony, let me start yeah. with you cuz you've been my main contact. Uh you know, I I I get this image of like Gilligan's Island or something that you just kind of throw <laughs> you, you you throw a bunch of people together that have very very varied backgrounds and and uh, you somehow it works. Uh so uh tell tell us about the origins of the Rome boys and how this all came about and where you guys live and all that kind of stuff. Just kind of some of the foundational information if you could.
4: Sure, sure. So, yeah, we're just three dads, uh, trying to make a difference, trying to evangelize, uh, through videos and social media and billboards. And, uh, we're all RCIA teachers and Chris and I are brother-in-laws and we, are good friends with joe and joe is really good at the technology and chris got is really involved in getting nonprofits profits and on the business side and i've been a teacher and uh, done that for a long time in evangelizing i said hey we can get all three of us together let's do this so we were at my dinner table one evening 18 kids running around our wives are in the kitchen and we said why don't we try to do something like this this would be a lot of fun so Here we are, three and a half years later, uh, we're in rural uh, Texas in the San Angelo Diocese in Rowena, and uh, we're just trying our best to, whether it be through pilgrimages, or we got a cruise coming up, or just, uh, we did talks this last weekend for young adults, and we're super busy as it is, so why not just add more to our calendar? But uh, it's just amazing how much God has blessed this ministry and, um, in every way we can. And we complement each other well, but we're very different, which is great, because we all are united in our Catholic faith.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, there's uh, like a one-minute promo video that you guys have up on your page. If you go to, I think it's uh, Romeboys.org, I think that's right, Romeboys.org. Yeah, you got it. And it really highlights not only the fact that you guys have had some really outstanding uh, guests on, like Father John Ricardo and Father Larry Richards and Scott Hahn, but it just seems like something just gels. You guys are good together, and Chris, let me bring you into the conversation and just talk about the chemistry. Three people from very, very different walks of life, but it just seems to work. So what, what is that chemistry?
5: You know, we tried to script it, and I think that goes true with life. When you try to plan it, God has other ways of doing things. And when we started to script our videos, uh, it just fell flat on its face, and so the truth is, and not to sound cliche, but we all used to talk about the faith, and we still do, in real ways. We just talk about real life, and so it's kind of to Tony's point. We were all just sitting around as as families and friends, and uh, we just said, "Hey, uh, the world is get going in a in a crazy direction right now. This is the beginning of 2020." So we said let's just put up a camera Joe you've got cameras you know what you're doing you know how to edit
2: and <laughs> <laughs> how how is so it that put, the farmer knows technology how is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Well there's, yeah, there's, I'm there's gonna, just, just playing in the dirt so Yeah Joe, I
2: I was on y'all's YouTube channel this morning, and I saw a video that you did literally from your tractor. Where and it had it had a lot of views. It was one of the more popular videos that y'all have done. You're literally in a moving tractor talking about this recent L.A. Dodgers, you know, fiasco. Uh, and I, I just thought, well, this is just so cool. A guy doing a doing a thing from a from a tractor. So, so tell us a little bit about your background. as the farmer who gets together with these two, uh, you know, other guys, theologian and the entrepreneur to put together the Rome Boys?
6: Yeah, I'd like to say that these. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice, but uh, I like to say that these guys are the educated guys, and I'm just the comic relief. You know. Not that I'm funny, it's just I'm funny to look at. But
2: uh <laughs> Or maybe they just not very had, funny.
6: <laughs> yeah, in my education background I would say I have a BS and BS. But uh <laughs> I think just uh learning as we go has been <clears throat> well, I wouldn't say crucial as much as just been the norm. I mean we just we have no background in media, we have no background in in any of this social media stuff, uh I don't have any formal education in editing or uh, any of this stuff. It's just been trial and error, and uh, we've just been able to make it work. It's just been a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, you have. Tony, the The production value is quite good. Um, I don't know if you guys are doing that yourself, if you're hiring somebody <laughs> out, but it's it's sharp production. It's not amateurish. How, how are you guys pulling that off?
4: That would be all Joe there. Uh, definitely, absolutely all him. Uh, but, like, through trial and error, you know, I had a – social media. I've been kind of doing that in the past. And so it's just fun to spread the word uh, via that way. And Chris got us, like I said earlier, started as a nonprofit so that we can bring in those donations so that we can put up billboards. And I was involved in that when I was in the classroom, helping uh, my students put up billboards for pro life and now we do Jesus mm-hmm. I trust in you billboards and yeah joe' just, like literally we finished up our Italy pilgrimage and he put up a, made a video for our whole pilgrimage and it 's just like the best quality it feels like you 're just there. And so he added music to that, and so he's getting in really, really into it. So he may have to give up farming someday because he's getting really good at this stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, you Throw know, me it, the
4: money. It's 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 it's,
2: <laughs> it's funny because uh, we we do these a thons. You know, for Guadalupe Radio, and on several of our share-a-thons, we just start talking about Rowena, Texas, because we're getting all yeah, these calls right. from Rowena, Texas, and we're like, "This is a tiny town," and uh, a very, very disproportionately large amount of calls from uh, Rowena, Texas. So, Chris, tell tell us about Rowena. Are all three of you residents of Rowena, and, and and what's going on in that little town here in Texas?
5: Well, I appreciate you saying that. That means the world to us. Uh, Rowena is very small. You know, if anybody were to ever to say there was a claim to fame for Rowena, Texas, it was the first bank that Bonnie Parker uh, and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde knocked off. Oh. so <laughs> so we're trying to change the image. What can we say? Uh, no, it's just it, our families have brought us together because they're genera- generationally um, just ingrained into the the community here. And you know, Joe being a farmer, that's by no accident. You know, his father, his grandfather. So there's just a strong Catholic community here, uh, and so we're excited to be a part of it. It is uh, it is unbelievable. We were in Michigan just a few weeks ago, and people were saying, Rowena, I've heard of this. Rome Boys, we had shirts on, you know, and we were out going to lunch, and uh, people just saw us in Michigan, and it's just been mind-blowing. Uh, our goal is not to, you know, try to become famous or celebrities, but to be recognized for our faith is something that we're very proud of and and our local community sports us more than we can ever explain.
2: Sorry, too late for that uh, famous thing. I think you guys already accomplished that. Oh so, goodness. so, Chris, you're, uh, you see, so you guys are, at, are, are like out on the road together doing uh, talks. I know I saw on your website that there's a, a good news cruise coming up that we can talk about. And also, uh, what was the other one? You guys are speaking at like a oh Yeah, the Deacon Convocation for the Diocese of San Angelo. So, Chris, there has, has the social calendar been kind of filling up and uh, you're getting requests from across the country or what
5: it's true it it has it's been amazing we got to go visit john ricardo father john ricardo when we were in michigan and been invited all over the place we never would have thought this would happen uh you know we were under the altar in the vatican uh, just looking at peter's bones and Mm. so this is this has taken us to places we would have never imagined Uh, we do have the good news cruise coming up Our schedule is busy, and if you can imagine, uh, three dads with wives and jobs and uh, 18 kids amongst the three of us. It's difficult to get our schedules in line, but it's obviously, by the grace of God, we're able to do this. But yeah, at the end of January, um, there's the Good News Cruise, which is an amazing opportunity. Uh, Fortunately for us, it'll be my wife and I's 15th year of marriage. We went on a cruise on our honeymoon. This is a marriage enrichment cruise. Father Mike Schmitz got honorably speaking before uh, we get on the boat. And uh just lots of amazing people. And so the thing has been filling up very quickly. So uh you can find that through our website. But yes, it's uh just this last weekend, gosh, um just a couple of days ago, we're we're driving home from uh St. Stephen's Catholic Church in Midland, Texas for the diocesan uh adult Conference, young adult conference. And so we've been very blessed to have the credibility of all these great people on our show but for our own local diocese to trust us with passing on the truth and passing on that torch and allowing us to go and speak and and, uh, we don't seek these things out necessarily, but people have come to us and that's the greatest honor we can have.
2: Yeah. We're talking to the, the Rome boys. Their, their slogan is be bold, be real, be Catholic. You can find them online at romeboys.org. Tony, the teacher, Joe, the farmer, and Chris, the entrepreneur. All three of them joining, uh, me on the air right now. And Tony, let, let me, being the theologian, talk about the topics that you all both like to talk about and don't like to talk about I know i've got my own my own youtube channel, and everybody has a tone you know you've got some people that are quite strident, some people that you know are criticizing the church a lot, and some people are kind of soft how how do you' all find that you know what you want to talk about in the tone that you're going to deliver it
4: yes it's i mean it's been ongoing and it's the holy spirit that says hey let's have this guest on or let's ha- let's talk about this topic i mean originally we were like okay, so we're RCIA teachers, let's do a faith formation series. So that's ongoing. It seems like, man, we need to get this done, but it's basically we're hoping, God willing, to finish that someday and be able to talk about all the topics of the catechism, the major ones, and have a series through that. And we've done a saint series, and of course we did the Italy pilgrimage uh, videos, and we've done all kinds of ones uh via just random topics, which we're basically, you know, we're busy. So like, what do you want to talk about? Here we go. And so if it's uh, something that's in the news or it's something that uh, catches our eye, but definitely the ones that are, you can just tell what people are thinking, what people are feeling, and they're not maybe necessarily hearing it from their priest or their bishop. And so, well, let's talk about, let's tackle it. But always our goal is to have joy and always have a solution and to be positive. So if it's a negative topic or something that's happened in the church, or and we might ask that question of a guest, we always want to make sure, okay, so what can we do about it as lazy? What can we do about it as men, as women, as dads, as moms, uh, to make a difference and be positive about this? And so it's been very encouraging with different guests, because everybody <laughs> that we've interviewed, or oh my gosh, we're talking to Scott Hahn, Steve Ray, Father Calloway here, they're just normal people, just like all of us. So that's been humbling and also encouraging to us as well, that like anybody can do this. This is the call of evangelization. We're all called to spread the gospel, however it may be. You know, the main task for me is my seven kids and my wife, and then beyond that, all of us have that goal of of spreading the gospel.
2: Very nice. Joe, t- talk about the the studio, the frequency of, you know, the, of your output of videos, and uh, maybe... Uh, okay, I'll let me ask those, those two questions, and I got a follow-up for Joe as well. So how often are you guys doing these videos?
6: Well, we try to put out one a week. Uh, usually on Friday or Saturday, the video will air. Uh, most of the time, we'll just try, in our busy schedules, try to find a time to meet up. Usually it's in the evening. And we'll pre-record as many as we can stand, as many as we have the energy for. <laughs> uh, and then uh, throughout the week or day, I'll just kind of plug away at editing them when I have some time, and try to get them out once a week.
2: Yeah, do you guys, uh, Joe? Do you guys ever bring your wives or kids on? Are they involved at all, or are they just kind of like, all right, you guys go go into the man cave and do your thing?
6: You know, we used to do it out of my house and, uh, we would take up one room and, well, it was my wife's school room because uh, we homeschool all of our children, or I should say she does. And, uh, so we would take up that room. So they would support me in all of that, just allowing us to go in there and, uh, all of our wives just have been so supportive and just allowing us to have the time to go do these things. Uh, but, uh, as far as having them on, our kids would love to be on. <clears throat> Uh, But our wives, no. They they (laughs) have told us point blank, no, we don't want to do that. (laughs) Although we have had many people ask, when are you going to have your wives on? And they, they flat stuff. You know, so. it's
2: interesting, uh, like Trent Horn, who is a very, you guys know who Trent Horn is, yeah. very popular. Then his wife goes off and she, she creates her own YouTube channel and she's yeah. like rivaling him as far as, uh, I mean, just a, a totally different personality, but it's interesting. So watch out. Y'all's wives may surprise you one day and get their own channel. Wouldn't that be, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? The, the Rome gals. All right. I've already, I've already <laughs> chosen, a, a, a name Ooh. for it. Uh, talking about the Rome boys, they are in demand and they are putting out a video a week tony joe and chris the teacher the farmer and and the entrepreneur and uh, i also find it really fascinating that one of you is cradle catholic one of you is a a revert and one of you is a convert and uh, i'm looking at my notes here uh chris you're the the convert can you tell us a little bit about your conversion and uh you know why, why you came into the church
5: yeah, I'll make it I'll make it as brief as I possibly can. I know time is sensitive here. Uh but uh you know, I met my dad when I was young, I didn't know him, and uh when I got to meet him at twenty three years old, I'm forty one now, so twenty three years ago, I met my uh met my dad and he's Episcopalian and we went to an episcopal service. I was going to a Baptist church at the time on my own, kinda out in the world trying to find God through faith, and um, it was liturgical and it led me well, I went back home. It led me to something Catholic uh, in understanding. Went back home that evening. I was in in college at the time with my grandfather. He had a book on his shelf, and mind you, I'd just known him for a couple of weeks. The book in the title had 20,000 denominations in it. The largest chapter was the first chapter, which is the Roman Catholic Church, and I just read and read and read and started soaking up the history, and I couldn't turn and look the other way. Mm-hmm. I saw what was the fullness of truth, and came into the church, uh, thank God, on in April of two thousand and eight, uh, which coincidentally, and I was trying to find it this morning, um, trying to figure out what was the day of Easter, uh, I should know this. But I was also baptized uh April twentieth of nineteen ninety two, uh, in a little Baptist church in Deep East Texas. And so there's been so many coincidences in my life that are really not coincidences. And uh, and my wife was a big part of it. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that uh, she's cradle Catholic. She obeyed the church, didn't understand her faith, asked me questions all the time as we were engaged and getting to know each other and then becoming married. And uh, she missed Mass one time in her life. She saved herself for marriage, and I thought she was a unicorn. And uh, she was such an ex- exemplary model of the faith. Yeah. And I was just drawn in to the reality of of what good, holy living could look like and what's possible i had no idea the saints and i started learning these things and it was saint thomas aquinas who brought me in through all sorts of things Uh, but uh, i'll leave it at that we do have uh, our our stories our testimonies are on our channel so if anyone has any um, any intention of following us i would absolutely recommend to get to know us listen to the testimonies
2: yeah definitely you can go to youtube and look for rome boys it's also romeboys.org and uh tonya is there is there like a one of your videos that either surprisingly or not surprisingly just kind of went viral and just outperformed a whole lot of the other ones and if so what have been the best performing uh videos or interviews that you've done so far
4: Yes. Uh, yeah, Father Calloway, uh, interviewing him and him giving his conversion story, which obviously is a, he's an amazing gift for the Church. And then we interviewed an exorcist. Uh, so, uh, you know, wow, just why jumping from one extreme to the other. But uh, definitely <laughs> those have been popular. Jesse Romero was our very first kind of hit. A video. He was just, you know, he's just real and he just says how it is. And so that was one of them, definitely. And then we did a video um, called, Is Jesus Coming Back This Year? You know, that was the, during those COVID times. Like, Lord, help us. You yeah. know, so we, all three of us did that video, and that's been pretty popular. Like you mentioned earlier, Joe did one on the the, the stuff with the L.A. Dodgers. And so you just never know, though, with YouTube. Like, you'll put one up. You're like, this is going to be great. And it's, it's so-so, so you just never know. But you always remain faithful. That's the
2: point. Yeah. Yeah. On my YouTube channel, I have one that's like crazy more popular than all the other ones by thousands and thousands of views. And it's the four, Uh, the four laws. I mean, like what? I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) saying Thomas Aquinas. I'm like, seriously, this, this one is the one, I mean, like 30,000 views. So people want to know (laughs) the four laws. I'm like, this is crazy. Uh, All right. I want want to ask uh, each of you and I'll just go one at a time. Dream guest. If you could have anybody, uh, let's, let's say, living uh who you could have on that you have not yet had on who would it be joe do you want to start
6: oh uh, sure um well i mean we've already hit my heroes uh you know we've father like you mentioned father ricardo uh having scott on uh tom Callaway. those guys have just those we've already hit all the people that we thought we'd never get and we actually you said i think when we first started if we ever interviewed Scott Han, we've made it. It's over <laughs> with. Us. And we did that within the first year. And it's
2: closed down the channel.
6: <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're good. But so of people we have not interviewed yet, uh, I would have to say, uh, for me, it would be Jim Kavizel. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. We have We've tried. Or I believe we've reached out to him before, but that's kind of. I don't know if he's doing a whole lot of that stuff. Uh, but uh, that would be that would be the one on my list.
2: Yeah, Chris. Uh, <laughs> anybody come to mind for you?
5: Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I missed a segment there or not, but uh, what we've jokingly said, and then after we get all these great speakers on, I said, hey, if we get Scott Hahn, I, I'm good. Like, just tell my wife and kids I love him. You can take me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then that happened, and here we are. Uh, but the Pope.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm sure that wouldn't be hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, Although, Caviezel so, may yeah. be harder than the Pope at this, I think, right now. but uh, <laughs> okay. he, Yeah.
5: I, I must say, uh, episode uh, 56 on Vatican Radio uh, is is the Rum Boys podcast, and we would have never thought we would have been on Vatican Radio. Yeah. So, w- we've gotten very close, and Tony's godson was the only kid kissed by the Pope on the day we went on our <laughs> tour. So, and Tony's story with the Popes, he's got a lot of them. Um, and uh very unique so you never know
2: (laughs) yeah well uh we're just about out of time i want to thank all of you and tony i'm going to wrap up with you and just uh let you kind of make the pitch for people to subscribe to your channel go to the the cruise you know what what have you i I hear uh, i see that steve ray is coming to rowena texas uh, in January of next year, which is really cool. It's a little ways off, but um, before um, uh, we go to Tony, I just want to thank Joe and Chris also for taking time to be on the program today. Uh, check them out on YouTube, RomeBoys.org. But uh, what else, Tony, would you like to say to our listeners before we let you go?
4: Well, it's an honor to be with you, Dave, and everybody that's listening. Uh, please pray for us. I mean, that's how we're, we're built up and we're held up through prayer on all of our ministries, and praise God for uh, Guadalupe Radio and all that you guys do. It's, it's definitely a blessing. We've been listening for years, so you guys are an encouragement to us for sure. But yeah, if people want to subscribe on YouTube or go to RomeBoys.org, you find out all our information of what's going on and, uh, hey, subscribe to our newsletter or, you know, check out about the cruise or about billboards. And so that'd be the best place to check out. So yeah, RomeBoys.org. And then we're on, all the social media outlets and just try to put out good, solid Catholic content through there.
2: All right. Amen. Thanks to all of you. Tony Frasco, the teacher. Joe Matheson, the farmer. Chris Martin, the entrepreneur. Be bold. Be real. Be Catholic. It's Romeboys.org. And also check them out on YouTube as well. And uh, check out what they're doing. They seem to uh, really have something awesome going on. So thank you guys for your witness. And also uh, just uh, the big families and all the great things happening in your lives. Appreciate you taking time to be on. And thanks again to Dana Nygaard for suggesting it. I'm glad she did and I'm glad we had an opportunity to to chat with you guys. So God bless you, and thanks so much.
4: Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. God bless
2: you. Thanks. All right. That's going to bring us to, to an end of this good news show. And, uh, wow, what a show it was. Uh, we covered a lot of ground from Father Bill Casey to prison ministry to the Rome Boys. And uh, we are done. So this will be the last program uh, between now and the Summer Speaker Series event. So if you do not have your tickets yet for the Summer Speaker Series event, it's this Thursday, 630 hors d'oeuvres from Celebration Restaurant and uh, open wine bar and tea and just great food. The presentation begins at seven Seven o'clock, the transmitter of the faith award. We're going to have Father Bill Casey speaking about pray, hope, and do not worry, and also a reflection on the Eucharist. Go to Summerspeakerseries.com. We'd love to see you on Thursday night. Summerspeakerseries.com. God bless you. Thanks, Sissel, for helping, and we'll see you Thursday night, everybody. God bless you.
1: Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH nine ten A.M. on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. KATH nine ten A.M. Frisco, Dallas.